Hey, Cast Cowboys. This is Lana Freshly, recruiter for the College of Arts and Sciences. Today, we'll be talking to Anna Grace Lewis, a triple major who just graduated. She's going to discuss what she plans to do with her life sciences degrees and how COVID-19 has affected her senior year. I hope you enjoy. Hi, Anna Grace. Thank you so much for joining us on the Pokes podcast. We are so excited to have you. And first off, congratulations on finishing your senior year of college. That is so exciting. Um, So let's go ahead and get started and tell our audience for the Pokes podcast a little bit about yourself. So I am from the uh, Little Rock, Arkansas area, and I just graduated with my triple degree in zoology pre-med, biology pre-med, and plant biology. And when you say you just graduated, when did you finish up your finals? Um, I actually finished up my finals on Wednesday, so that was May 6th. Finished my final at 5 p.m., and I was done. (laughs) How does it feel? I mean, you're a recent grad, um, less than 24 hours. So how does it feel to have that load lifted off of you? Pretty peaceful. Um, I no longer have assignments I have to do. I get to come home and just relax, not worry about homework. That's definitely been really nice to think about. Well, that is so cool. Now, I know that you were able to come to OSU with something really unique that we get to offer our out-of-state students, and it's called the Academic Common Market. So can you tell our listeners a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, I wanted to major in zoology, and my home state, Arkansas, did not offer that degree plan at any of the other in-state schools. So I was looking for scholarships, looking at other um, colleges that offered a zoology major and found Oklahoma State, but I also found the Academic Common Market, which is the scholarship that I got that would allow me to have like an in-state tuition waiver and allowed me to also study zoology. So it's one of those scholarships that if you're kind of in the surrounding states that you can actually go to that school study the major you want, and then get that in-state tuition waiver. So that was probably the number one reason I decided to come to OSU, just because they had what I wanted to study and they were willing to offer me in-state tuition. And that is so cool that we're able to offer students like yourself that opportunity. And the thing is, I just don't think enough students know about it. So I'm so glad that you were able to take advantage of it. And I know over the years, um, Anna Grace is actually one of our interns in the office, and she's actually been able to educate students on the process of the academic common market, which has been great for them and great for you because you got to share your experience. Being able to talk to other students, especially, you know, prospective students that have no idea about scholarships and majors and degree plans, it's, it's been really amazing to get to spread the word about this. What a great resource. Now, before we go any further, it is very unique that you are a triple major. So that is such an accomplishment. We are so proud of you. Tell our listeners a little bit about how you ended up getting three majors instead of just zoology. So I started off with zoology and then actually ended up taking a plant biology class um, just to kind of add on a science class my freshman year and discovered that I really loved plant biology. And so after that, I kind of kept my focus a little bit towards just regular biology to be able to add in that plant aspect of the study. 
and found out that I could double degree in biology and zoology. So doing that allowed me to take some extra plant classes and kind of just immerse myself a little bit in that subject. But then the summer before my senior year, I actually found out that with all of the classes I had already taken, in order to get a plant biology triple degree, I only needed like two hours of research. And so I ended up adding that on just to broaden that, have plant biology, zoology, and biology, since it was, I wouldn't say easy, but it was so convenient to get to add just two extra hours of research and actually have that full degree. Like, so for you specifically, you were already studying the life sciences. That's what we call that model or those certain degree plans. And so it's really easy to add on different degrees or minors um, because you're already taking so many different classes. All three of my degrees ended up overlapping so much that um, it really was not like I was having all of these super hard extra degree plans. It was just all encompassed into one kind of life science degree, I like to say. It has created such a well-balanced and a well-rounded education for you. So that is so cool that you were able to take advantage of those. And I'm so grateful that you knew to talk to your academic advisor and they were able to tell you that this opportunity did exist for you. So that is so cool. Going back to what you were talking about a little bit earlier, you said you only needed two additional hours of research. And I know research has been very important to you throughout your undergraduate career. So tell us a little bit about your research. How did you get involved in that? We have a lot of prospective students that come in and have no idea. So what does that look like getting involved in research at OSU? I got involved in research at the end of my freshman year in that actually that my freshman plant biology class. My professor at the time had made an announcement that another professor was actually looking for undergraduate help for their research. My thought process was it would look great on a resume and other kind of, you know, like educational applications going forward. But I was kind of afraid that being a freshman would put me at a disadvantage um, to apply for that position since I had no experience. I decided to apply just because I realized there was really nothing I could lose from the situation and was chosen to be on the research team. So I'm pretty thankful that I took advantage of that opportunity um, just because it put me into the OSU research community and that allowed me to gain even more research experience throughout the uh, past three years. Oh, that's awesome. And if some of people that are listening may not know this, but OSU is a research institution. And one of the unique opportunities we do offer students, much like yourself, is we give students the chance to start research their freshman year. And why that's so important is a lot of institutions will allow you to as you become an upperclassman. But the reason that's so important is we want our freshmen to learn that research process. And I'm sure you know, like, um, especially your freshman year, you're doing very minimal, but it's not about what all you're doing, it's what you're learning in the process. It's learning how to work with faculty members or grad students, how to document properly, how to fill out an IRB, which you probably learned early on. Um, and all of this stuff takes time and it, takes a lot of different knowledge from different people. So it's so cool that you were able to gain that experience your freshman year. I think that definitely set me up for a different kind of success going through my undergraduate years. I love that for you. So we have to know, tell us a little bit about what you've researched over the past three years. 
So my first research opportunity started in the summer after my freshman year. I started working in the plant biology um, genetics department and I was doing research on milkweed species and their pests that come uh, and basically attack them and how milkweeds can develop different defense mechanisms against those pests. So that lasted, I think, 18 months. I was researching with that group for um, a good year and a half and ended up leaving just to be able to focus a little bit more on my classes since I was taking um, a higher workload at that point. But I think my favorite research project was actually the one that I started in January of this past year. It was for my undergraduate uh, research credits. And so I was doing that with the environmental ecology lab. And so what we were doing is researching non-structural carbohydrates in pines and post oaks in order to determine the time lapse after water limitation and carbon starvation. So to kind of break that down, basically having, we're having trees that undergo drought, eat drought and shade, shade, and then just kind of their normal conditions to see which treatment is limiting their growth the most and then which treatment kind of like bounces back from those limitations when they're reintroduced to the normal conditions. So I've loved getting to be hands-on with that because I'm working in a greenhouse and being hands-on surrounded by plants is just something that I really love. But also the team that I was getting to work with has also been really amazing. So tell us a little bit about what that schedule looked like for you doing research this last semester. Yeah, the schedule was a little bit interesting. I did not know ahead of time that I would be having to take pre-dawn measurements, which meant I was having to show up at the greenhouse around 3 to 4 a.m. Um, thankfully, it was just once a week, but having to adjust that schedule to wake up at 2 a.m. to then make it to the greenhouse by 3 was definitely a lot different uh, for me. Having pre-dawn measurements is probably not something I would want to do in the future, but um, was actually very interesting. Yeah, research never sleeps, right? <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> yeah, those are just some of the things you don't think about, but it's such a cool experience that you were able to do that. I remember talking to your professor that has been helping you with the research, and I had told him that he, you were going to be at the greenhouse at 3 a.m., and he was like, well, I should go over there one morning and scare them, and I was like, maybe not. Maybe that might <laughs> terrorize them from doing research in the future. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love hearing about your research. That's so cool, especially for our students that are interested in doing research. Let's talk a little bit about your graduation plans. Now, you're graduating this month, and um, tell us a little bit about what your plans are after graduation. So after graduation, I plan to take two years off. I want to gain some extra experience in medicine and then also further my education a little bit in uh, naturopathic medicine. So after those two years, I want to attend medical school and further that education in naturopathic as well. But during my two-year gap, I plan to be scribing in the emergency department at a hospital in Oklahoma City while also getting my herbalist certification. That herbalist certification, I think, takes about 27 months to complete. So my good two-year plan um, 
is definitely going to include more school, but I plan to kind of have that skill set to offer patients in the future, just to also have a well-rounded background in medicine. Yeah, that's awesome. It doesn't sound like you're going to have a lot of downtime during your gap years. Tell our listeners a little bit about what naturopathic medicine is. So naturopathic medicine is kind of like the plant sciences and traditional medicine combined. So it's being able to offer patients treatments that come from directly from plants, whether that's through herbs or poultices, tinctures, all these different kinds of uh, methods. And it kind of allows them to have a treatment that is not addictive and not producing too many side effects that you know normal medicine, uh, modern medicine has today. But it's also showing that we should treat patients on a full body scale. So treating their mental state, their physical state, any kind of issues that they're having internally, that you should treat the full person and not just a symptom. Going to the root cause of their issue is the primary goal of a naturopathic physician. And so I think that that is kind of the way that our medicine is moving in the future now, just because we're realizing that treating symptoms is not treating all of the issues that we have. Oh, that is so cool. You know, I think a lot about your triple majors and how do you think that's going to help you going through medical school? I think that particular background in the life sciences is going to allow me to see medicine from all angles. So that's going to be on a cellular level, a physiological level, anatomical level, as well as having that background in plant biology is going to help guide me in treatment options. So I think it puts me in a bit of a different category of applicants. It shows that I truly love learning, specifically love learning about life in all aspects of science. But also having the triple degree has prepared me for the rigors of medical school. Just because I was having to take 17 to 18 hours a semester, all four years of my undergrad to complete all three of these degrees. So I think it shows that I have that discipline and that ability to go through medical school with while learning and actually enjoying learning about it. And you bring up such a great point because you talk a little bit about being well-rounded and ready for medical school. And I think that's something that many students don't necessarily think about um, because I think whenever you're in high school, you usually take maybe a biology, maybe a physiology, but a lot of students don't have an option to take plant biology or a different science. And by taking an, a non-traditional route, you really set yourself up and set yourself apart from your cohorts for that application pool. So I think you're really doing yourself a favor right now and in the next couple years by going ahead and putting more on your resume so that you will be more attractive for those medical schools. That is definitely the plan. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. And for those of you that may not know, we have all kinds of pre-med majors. And one of the ones that I always like to tell students about that they may not think about 
just on a non-traditional route is economics. And I say that with kind of a giggle because you don't think, oh, I'm going to do economics and go to medical school. But with a College of Arts and Sciences degree, we don't require a certain class set. So with that, you can put in all of your prerequisites to go on to medical school. So just depending on what students want to do, including yourself, Anna Grace, it's so cool that you have those different options to go whatever route you're wanting to do to make your dreams come true. Absolutely. I was definitely able to tailor my degree plan to what exactly I wanted to do. And I think having all three of my degrees in the College of Arts and Sciences definitely made that made that possible. A lot of people know we are right now in the middle of COVID-19 and it really took your senior year for an unexpected turn. And I know you've been adapting. So tell me what you've done to adapt to this unusual situation. Adapting, I think I definitely had to change my time management and my discipline um, a lot. So getting the motivation to stay on a schedule for school when you're stuck at home in your sweats or pajamas all day is actually really difficult, especially when there's Netflix involved. But I had to designate an area in my house that could be closed off and would allow me to do work and only work in that area. I made a schedule to wake up at 10 every morning and then work on school for at least like three hours just to make sure that I was actually doing some work and looking at my lectures. Obviously that didn't happen every day, especially at the beginning, but towards the end I was definitely able to devote some time to school, watching lectures, actually learning the material, and I think that helped me stay on track a bit and definitely keep my grades up this semester. That's great. I know that regardless of if you're home or if you're not at home and you're in the classroom, time management is such a great skill to have in college. It's something that you have to learn fast because a lot of our high school students, you know, they do a lot of their work during the class time and then they don't have nearly as much work. Homework's a lot more rigorous in college. Definitely. I was coming home after school at around 5 p.m. So I would go 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. every day. That's obviously because I was also working at the time, but um, coming home at 5 and then having to get your homework done that night that's due the next day is actually really difficult when you have to plan time for dinner and downtime and actually relaxing a little bit before you have to go to sleep and then getting eight hours of sleep. Being able to time manage that is extremely important just to stay sane a little bit. And having three to four hours of homework every day is definitely a feat. Well, good for you. We are so proud of you. Many students are nervous about coming back to school, back to Stillwater, or going away to college for the first time. What advice do you have for those students? So for those coming back, I think that they should relish in every experience that they can once they are back on campus. So that means don't take any of those in-person student experiences for granted. Um, just because, I mean, we now know that that can all be taken away extremely suddenly. So for those coming back, I just, I ask you to really enjoy your college experience to the fullest and don't put off those amazing in-person experiences that you can have. For those that are coming to college for the first time, while I would give you the same advice um, that I would give those that are coming back, I also would say that there are so many different opportunities that college can present to you. 
And so being able to jump on those opportunities and take advantage of that is extremely important. I'm thankful that I took so many of the opportunities that were put in front of me because it helped me to realize how capable I am of working and doing research and being able to prepare myself for even medical school is something that I did not think that I was capable of. But after starting on those opportunities and doing that, um, I feel like I'm definitely prepared after college to do exactly what I want to do. So definitely don't put off those opportunities and take advantage of everything you can. That's good advice for everybody, really, right? Because I think we oftentimes as humans get caught up in, well, I can do this later. And I think we're all learning from this experience that there might not be a good time later and that we need to take advantage. So I think that's great advice for everybody that's listening. Exactly. Putting things off is not in your best interest in college. I mean, you've got four years to, you know, present yourself and kind of build your own independence as well as your own character. And so I think taking advantage and not putting anything off is really important. Anna Grace, thank you so much for spending some time with us today on the Pokes podcast. We are so proud of you and we wish you the best of luck during your gap years and continuing on to medical school. Thank you so much. I'm really excited. Thank you for listening to the Pokes podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode today with Anna Grace Lewis. To learn more about Anna Grace's journey to medical school, check out her news story at cas.okstate.edu. Tune in next time for an exciting episode on the Pokes podcast. See you then. We're going to end our podcast with the question that we'd like to ask all of our guests on the podcast. So Anna Grace, why do you feel that the arts and sciences make the world a better place? I think the arts and sciences bring a lot of diversity to the world. So they offer all of these different degrees, um, paths that you can go down. I mean, I could major in art and science at the same time and have you know, those two worlds put together into one and be able to bring a completely different skill set to the world. And so I think having the diversity of all of the arts and the humanities and the social sciences and the math sciences and just regular life sciences, having all of that together just brings so much diversity to the world and shows that we are able to create degree plans that will change things and be able to make a difference in the world one day.